0: Well, there is magic to be found and stories here to tell Feed the fire, merry meat, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little. Welcome to the Bonfire.
1: Exploring Magic with Two Modern Witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. And happy Spring Equinox, everybody. Hello,
0: it's almost here.
1: It's getting warmer. It's getting brighter. It's getting
0: gorgeouser outside. And and it's doing that in February because yeah. that's when we're recording.
1: I can drive yeah. with the window rolled down.
0: I know, it's awesome. Yeah. I've been going out barefoot already. Oh, it's nice, right? Uh-huh.
1: I went on the porch barefoot yesterday and I was like Ten minutes before, I was like, okay, I got to go back inside
0: now. Yeah. <laughs> now my toes is cold. Yeah. I get really cold, but I still really like it.
1: I oh, was yeah. I was out hanging out with the crows. Speaking of, my friend Megan stayed over and on Saturday night, and she handed me a pop tab, like from a can, and she was like, here, I got you a present. And I know she did it as a joke. And I was like, oh, perfect. I'll give it to my crows. And she was like, Oh. I was like, yeah, perfect. Thank you. She was like, well, now I know to bring you all my pop tabs.
0: <laughs> shiny things. Shiny things. They do like the shiny things. Yeah. I tried to give them a ring once. They didn't take it.
1: They're like cats in yeah. that they don't want the toy. They want the box it can. Yeah,
0: I know, right? It's like, whatever. Come on. But I love them. I,
1: so I'm going to give them the pop tab. I'm going to tie a little piece of string to it. Make it extra attractive.
0: All the animals are out right now. Yes. I'm loving every single moment of it. Squirrels are hanging out on our deck like all the freaking time.
1: We have a couple chonky boy raccoons that are trying to get under the house. Oh, really? So we might have to call... The like Humane Society has a department that deals with like relocating Aww. animals like that yeah. uh, out into the
0: fucking forest. And here I am putting out cat and dog food. Yes, but they're and saying, not. Why trying- can't I see you?
1: They're not trying to get into your foundation. <laughs> they're trying to dig into our house. Oh
0: no, that's not good. So yeah, well, be careful with your animals careful out there, everybody,
1: <laughs> and know that pretty much everywhere there are resources to have them safely taken somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. My I, mom, bless her heart, sorry, no. Nope. she was like, I was thinking about doing this, but I don't, like, I want to make sure it's okay with you. And I was like, if they're trying to get into our crawl space, like, yeah, let's have them back out into the woods, please. Oh, my. Yeah. I
0: wonder if they got babies under there. Maybe. I, because God, it's that time of year. God, it's baby God. time. Yeah. God, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Where all I want is a pet raccoon, everyone. I know. I know no, that's not. Reasonable, especially with five cats and the dog. But Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, no. The
1: cats would not be good with yeah. that.
0: Hey, I want to, this is not a spark, but this is an idea that I want to throw out to everyone because I was really inspired. Mm. Because at the present time mm-hmm. that we are recording, it is Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And I just want to remind everybody, because you're going to be hearing this in March, that every month is Black History Month. <laughs> and with that in mind, I saved this specifically West Seattle blog is so amazing. Mm. If you don't, if you live in West Seattle area, and actually we have some listeners who do. If you live in the Seattle area and want to know more about West Seattle or visit Alki or whatever like that, go to the West Seattle blog. But they did this great thing back in 2020 and then updated it in, I think in 2021, about black owned businesses in West Seattle help us build the list. And lots of people contacted and started giving them names of Black-owned businesses in West Seattle. So this is my March, let's continue Black History Month idea. If you are in a community that has a local blog, reach out to them and see if they have a list of Black-owned or Indigenous-owned or POC-owned businesses. We're losing two of our Asian owned businesses because they're turning them into condos and I'm not happy about it at all. And they're not relocating. They're just going to close. I'm so sad. But on a positive note, (laughs) go to your community and see if uh, see if you can build a list and get it out there for everybody to see.
1: I think that's fascinating that you bring that up. Why? Because for this, my spark for today. Yeah. As well as my next, I think, two or three. I was like, rooting around and mining for like black owned occult businesses oh yeah oh so i have so many of them my spark today and i think my spark for the next episode and i think the next episode as well Uh, and i found a new one today that i'm like obsessed with so there you go there you go i think that's funny that we both were like that's important to continue it (laughs) is next month to continue and And the next month and the next month and 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 forever
0: and ever and forever and ever yeah 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 it is amazing that's all the chat i oh that's a lie i have one other thing (gasps) non-witch related everyone i'm ready so uh, don't worry there there will always be skippers i (laughs) not always but sometimes i put skippers today i'll put skippers in i've been watching the gilded age do you watch the gilded age Oh, Mm -mm. my gosh. If you're all out there watching, it is not witch-related. It is the same. It's Julian Fellows, the same person who wrote Downton Abbey. So if you're not, it's, in my opinion, it starts in a more socially conscious place than Downton Abbey does. Downton Abbey did eventually get there. But they deal with racism right off the bat. And the last episode, which was the fourth episode, they dealt with bias of somebody who... Is a friend. Uh, anyway, it's just, it's really great aside from all of the politics. It's a gilded really, age. The gilded age. It's beautiful. And this is the big joke going on around the internet. Is that, so it comes out every Monday night. And it comes out every Monday night because Broadway's dark on Monday. Because there are so many Broadway stars in this show it's unreal audra mcdonald (laughs) cynthia nixon who you may also know from sex in the city christine baranski throw a stick and one of my new favorite people carrie coon Mm. i have just recently become like totally addicted to her i love her so much i love her so much Okay, yeah and it's just it's beautifully acted very subtle christine baranski's character is worth the price of admissions. It's HBO. I think it's HBO or something like Amazing. that. Anyway, it's it's a beautiful, fun, fun show that's mm. m- mostly lighthearted. And you can also look at the railroad tycoon and go, he's just an ass, and I don't want to like him. <laughs> so fuck him, because yeah, he's an that. asshole.
1: Take that, tycoon. But
0: he is one of the leads, and he does some honorable stuff. And I still, even when he does the honorable stuff, go, yeah, you're still a fucking asshole. We know what <laughs> you were. <So laughs> clearly, we know what you did. Clearly, Detta has feelings. I do have feelings. <laughs> uh, I have
1: written it down. I will watch it. Uh, you've also just reminded me that the new season of Bridgerton is coming out
0: soon. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. The new season of Picard is also coming out.
1: I need to watch Picard. Oh, my God. So good. Such good TV coming I out. I know,
0: right? Sorry, it's not all witchy. We'll we're have just to, jazzed to yeah. watch stuff. Yeah. We will give you a little insight, though. We're going to be releasing our ne- next Witches in Media episode. is going to be on Good Omens. Yeah. Which I'm very excited about. I have about. a lot to say. Yeah. But today... Today? We're talking about the spring equinox. We are. Shall we do a quick little dip into the library? Yeah, we'll dip our should? toes in the okay. library. All right, let's do it. <laughs> What library stuff do you have today? Today I have
1: a brief overview of the holiday of Astara, the goddess, question mark, of Astara, because
0: we've done this episode. We have. It's episode 29. Thank you. You're welcome. I okay, listened to you. it. <laughs> I was like, and I would, uh, unless you want to hear all of our chatter, like we just did right now, uh, there's like 20 minutes of chatter and West Wing about nothing to do with witch stuff. Um, And you can skip right to, you know, 22. I'm sure it was fun.
1: But we did this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've talked about Ostara twice now. yeah, And Spring
0: Equinox. And the Spring Equinox because we did the Wheel of the Year
1: episodes and then we did this Spring Equinox specific episode. And Wheel in the Sky keeps on turning. And yes, here we are again. <laughs> yeah. And so I want to do a very brief, very brief overview of of Ostara. And then we're going to talk all other things pre-equinox.
0: I learned from Corey that Ostara didn't come around until 1889. That's one of the first written.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, well, here we go. Okay. okay. Go for it. Ostara, the goddess. Mm-hmm. It's a West Germanic spring goddess. Some believe she was invented by Bede, St. Bede, which ironically is the church I grew up in, was St. Bede's Episcopal Church. wow. It's where I was baptized. I didn't know. I didn't agree to that, but here we are. And um, this was in the 8th century, but people think that he might have made her up. Because he writes about her and says that the tradition of celebrating Ostara died before his time. So there is no other writing about this goddess existing as a goddess. Okay. And I can't pronounce the Germanic word for Ostara, but know that it's spelled E O S T R E. Really close to Easter. Really close to Easter. But what I like about it is it's also really close to east. Mm-hmm. So what it means yeah. after a fashion is east
0: towards the dawn. Oh, I love that. Which is gorgeous. Yeah. And I like that very much. And if you're a Christian, you might be celebrating sunrise service there on you Easter go. on a rock, which is what we always did in Amp idaho well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I didn't know about Learning that. Learning a little bit about Corey and Detta's religious background. Today. Yeah, I
1: knew that yeah. we did communion. We were Easter Christmas Christians,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, if that. And then when I got into like, junior high and high school, I went to whatever churches my friends and or boyfriends were going to. I can't. We can't. We don't have not <laughs> enough time or liquor in the world. People are super divided on the origins of Ostara or if she even existed. Yeah, they are. And... We mentioned in the last episode about the Spring Equinox, the story of Astara and the Hare. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an article you can go read. We've linked it there.
0: Episode 29.
1: Episode 29. It's fascinating. It is. I also, I'm a big proponent of if believing this thing hurts no one and makes me happy. Right.
0: Then I'm going to believe it. I posted something like that on Instagram the other day. Just walk on by. Yeah. If it makes you happy and hurts no one, then
1: why not? In the words of Cheryl Crow, if it makes you happy. There you go. But I think that if you want to believe in Ostara as a goddess, then do that. And if it enriches your practice, do mm-hmm. that. And, you know, celebrate in the way that is enriching to you. That's my whole spiel. But I learned, the new thing I learned was east toward the dawn. I love that. And it made me, like, the phrase made me so happy.
0: And that's what took me to Sunrise Services. It's,
1: it's a, it's like a hopeful, like, aspirational phrase. It so is.
0: East toward the dawn. I know. That's good. What a beautiful
1: sentiment for, like,
0: renewal. Yeah. And growth. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Ah! So... Yeah, that's all I have. That's is that it. <laughs> that's it. Okay. for That's it for
0: well, like history stuff. And there's the spring equinox. So just real, real quickly, if you're not Wiccan, the spring equinox is equal night and day. So this is why balance really comes into play at the equinoxes because it's equal day and equal night. The two of Pentacles might be an interesting card to meditate on right now. Uh, yes, it might. Yeah. It is about balance. Yeah. Yes. Corey. Yeah. We wanted to talk today a little bit about before we get to spring Equinox and what we're doing for yeah. it. Yeah. I, I actually have an activity I'm doing that I want to s- see if anybody wants to join me in it in their own way. And we'll get to that. But before that. You want to go through the list of what other people around the world are doing at the spring equinox because it is a celestial event, not just a religious event. So lots of people have their own thing.
1: Okay. I'm going to do my best when it comes to pronouncing things. Oh yeah. Me too. just bear with me. I'm trying. I love you. Please be nice. Okay. I'm going to go through a huge list of celebrations and their locations. Okay. And then Deda and I are going to talk about four of them specifically, just to like chat about them a little bit. A little brief. Just
0: dip. Yeah, we're going to
1: dip our toesies in. So here is a list of holidays. There is the spring equinox at Teotihuacan in Mexico, which takes place on March 20th and 21st. There is Simburijada in Bosnia, which takes place on the the 21st of March and it's called the Festival of Scrambled Eggs.
0: I love that. Which I
1: love. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Think about it. Eggs, fertility, yeah. spring. Makes sense. Marzana in Poland. It usually takes place in Warsaw on the 21st. Semana Santa in Guatemala. It is the 27th of March through the 1st of April. salauten in Zurich. I, my German's not great so thank you. In Zurich on the 19th of April. Hanami the cherry blossom festival in japan which is takes place at the end of march and in april baba marta in bulgaria which is on the 1st of march maslenitsa in russia which is around easter time chilam joshi in pakistan which is in may vapu which is in finland songkran which is in thailand and it's the 13th through the 15th of may of april and it's their new year holi spelled H-O-L-I, which is in India on the 18th of March. It's the Festival of Colors. You've probably seen travel blogs and Google images of people color covered in these beautiful like colored powders. That's Holi. Norwuz. No, wait, hold on. I wrote this one out phonetically because it really screwed up my brain. Noruz. Yes, Noruz, which is in Iran, which is on the 20th and 21st of March. And Las Fallas, which is in Spain, and it's the 15th through the 19th of March. There are so many spring festivals. This yeah. isn't even all of the ones that I found.
0: Because it's a celestial event, and that happens everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, which one are you going to dive into first, just a teeny bit? Uh, and I shouldn't say dive. Which one are you going to tip your toe into first? I would
1: like to talk about the spring equinox at Teotihuacan. My friend just went.
0: To Teotihuacan,
1: she's from Aguascalientes, and wow. so she was down there probably for like a annual trip, and she took pictures at Teotihuacan, and I was like, I want to go there. And then I recently saw an episode of Expedition Unknown where he was at Teotihuacan for the spring equinox oh, wow. celebration, and it's basically there's a pyramid at Teotihuacan, Teotihuacan, that is oriented towards the dawn on the spring equinox and so people gather there in the hundreds and maybe probably more and they stand facing the gate that is aligned to the sunrise and they stand with their arms up and it's it's like welcoming the dawn on the equinox that's amazing this I want to experience it someday it is this beautiful thing that you can't really tell if there's a specific, like, religious context happening. I'm sure that if I knew more about it, I would know. But there's something so beautiful and unifying about just this huge throng of humanity greeting the sun. That's really cool. It's so yeah.
0: beautiful. I love it.
1: Ugh. So good. Anyway, that's all I have for that. Okay.
0: How about you? I am going to start with Holly. Holly which is a Hindu festival on Friday, March 18th this year, at least in the United States. And the day may vary depending on where you are. Mm -hmm. And it means Festival of Love or Festival of Colors or Festival of Spring. And it's Hinduism. And Hinduism has a rich history and it is a religion, but it is predominantly in the North Indian state of Uttar Pradesh. I hope I said that correctly. It's a national festival in Nepal, and Holly falls on the full moon day, which is also the beginning of airy season, every year. That's how they determine when it falls. Wow. Isn't that wild? I love that. I did too. And people go to temples, and they get drenched with colors and colored water, and it's considered a blessing from God. And I just have to say-
1: Wait, Airy season?
0: A- Isn't that right? March to April?
1: Is March to April airy season? Aries comes Are we before. already
0: there? Yeah, right after Pisces. Jeez. It starts over again. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Again, that's okay. lost in time and space. Yeah, yeah. Because time has no meaning. Please continue. I apologize no, for cutting you off. No, so up. okay. I am hopefully going to be running a marathon in October. And before the pandemic, I was really on track. And I'm having such a hard time. Getting back on track. I don't know if I'm gonna be ready in time this time, but and because things aren't open up again and I races really motivate me.
1: Mm-hmm. I love running races.
0: And the last race that I would have run into you at was gonna be the color run. Yes. And it got canceled. It was the first race that got canceled in the pandemic. So yeah. I still got all my stuff because I pre-ordered it. Same. They spray colors at you and you wear a white t-shirt and you're all you have all these different colors. And I have to wonder if that, this was inspired I was by this holiday I was literally
1: thinking of that while you were talking about yeah.
0: it yeah because I've done two color runs oh you have mm. do they spray you all the way through because this was going to be my first color run or is at it just the at the end the one
1: I did in Tacoma it was every kilometer yeah and yeah. I think that in Seattle it was that one as well it was every kilometer and then at the end you throw them up in the air in the big crowd and it's like a whole thing yeah yeah and that's what it reminded
0: me of that totally makes sense yeah I love that yeah there's also I'm going to put the smithsonian oh my resources india.gov hollyfestival.org and smithsonian magazine which talks about the politics of the colors Fascinating. and the caste system and all of that which does I guess play into this or used to sure. and now it's just a lot of fun. I love Looks that. Looks like all the other stuff that I looked at. Go to the Smithsonian if you want to check it out. I was going to try oh, to give nice. you a couple of color correspondence but everywhere I looked they were like paragraphs about the colors. It got really political. Sure. <laughs> which is awesome and exciting and you know I love. This is an invitation yeah, to go yeah, look and exactly. dig deeper for it sure. It totally is. What's your next one?
1: Uh, Las Fias.
0: It's in Spain right?
1: It's in Spain. May
0: I just say Kind of building on last episode a little bit. Mm -hmm. Spain just passed an animal abuse law about a year ago, and they've just passed a couple of more. And they're really strict, like about animal abusers. And I just, it it was amazing. I just read it today in February.
1: You got to have a special kind of blackness in your heart to like, like a dark hole to hurt an animal, like to abuse animals. Yeah.
0: A lot of hurt people out there. Yikes. Tri- yeah. But this is good news. This is good so, news. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So this uh, is a celebration that is com- in commemoration of St. Joseph and it's in the city of Valencia. There are five days of celebration <sighs> that like culminate in a pyrotechnic spectacle or a bunch of fireworks, basically. It is it's like a religious holiday but it's also just like a big party. And when I was reading about it, I very much got like Mardi Gras vibes off it, mm-hmm. which I think also is coming up.
0: Yeah, I think so, too.
1: Because Fat Tuesday soon. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's already passed. Or it's already passed. When. Oh,
0: Lord. <laughs>
1: but it's <laughs> a but it's- big festive celebration. It means the festival of fire. And he was the patron saint of carpenters. And this also is to commemorate
0: the coming of the spring equinox. Yeah. See, spring equinox. And There's you can incorporate colors into your craft for sure.
1: Las Valles for sure does. There's floats and people in parades wearing incredible costumes. It's so colorful and bright and amazing and way more fun than any religious celebration I've ever been to. Wow,
0: how fun. And my last one is hanami, which is cherry blossom culture in Japan. The ancient tradition of enjoying the beautiful but ephemeral blossoms of the cherry trees is called hanami, which literally means flowering view. Generally, this term refers to the flowers and the species that are cultivators of ornamentals like cherries. But it could mean any of the Prunus genus, which uh, is a lot of fruit. And my sources for this one are bbg.org livejapan.com. They celebrate by having picnics and spending a lot of family time, and they also do a little bit of divination. They use the first blooms to predict how the season is going to go. They do it a little bit later in northern... Japan is what it looks like. I really recommend going to livejapan.com if you're interested in this at all because it has so many things to do and how to enjoy it if you're in Japan. But if you're here in the United States, Washington, D.C. has a Cherry Blossom Festival. And if you're in Seattle, go to the University of Washington. You da, baby. Oh, their trees, their cherry trees are just amazing. They're beautiful and they're fragrant. I love it there. They
1: have jasmine bushes. Oh, that I didn't know.
0: Yeah, I learned
1: that when I was doing Romeo and Juliet there with yeah. Alfred Shakespeare, and we would go by this one part of the campus, and I would always get really distracted, because jasmine's one of my favorite smells. Wow. It's be- the, the campus is gorgeous. The campus is yeah. so gorgeous.
0: Especially in springtime. In springtime, magical.
1: Yeah. With the fountain and the We'll mountain. try to get you some
0: pictures, everyone. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'll pop over there, since the world is opening back up.
1: I think it's fascinating that you mentioned the divination with the cherry blossoms, yeah. because a lot of spring... Particularly pagan festivals and practices, spring is a time of divination.
0: Yeah, it is. And I love that. We're going to talk just briefly about the Southern Hemisphere a little bit later on. Mm -hmm. But for us here in the Northern Hemisphere, we're in Pisces season. Mm -hmm. One of the most psychic times Mm. of the year. Pisces are just whatever's going on in the stars it just feeds that it's not the only high psychic time of the year and I can only imagine how cool it would be to be going into fall in Pisces season so cool I'll get more into that when we talk about the southern hemisphere around the bonfire
1: I love that let's head out there
0: yeah let's do it so celebrating you want to go back and forth I mean, I'd love to hear what you
1: have brought because I don't really have a lot of plans for
0: spring equinox. So I'd love to get inspired by you. Okay, you all, I have two pages that I wrote down of notes. So you do do not want to hear me talk for that long. Tell you what, you start and then I'll come in. Okay. Okay. All right. I start with I actually started today like putting some of my ingredients together, and today is February 21st, and I'll probably start big time on March 2nd, actually. Usually I start on March 1st, but I will have started on March 2nd, and I really hope we'll be posting on Instagram, so hopefully you saw it, and I know our Patreon already has it. This new moon Mm. that just happened was... Really powerful. Mm-hmm. And Conawan talked about it in the Pisces season episode. so i I will start to spring clean. And this can be physical or mental. I am talking right now, Well, I'm talking both, but I'm talking in the physical realm. And especially since we just had the mirror episode, I was really inspired to remind you that if you can find time around the equinox to clean all of your portals, meaning your window frames, your door frames, mirrors, I can't do this all in one day. So I use the whole month and I culminate on the equinox, which I think is the 20th this year. Mm -hmm. I'm using... I think so. I am using moon water that I collected at the full moon of Leo which always happens the month before the spring equinox. (laughs) So I always collect it. And this year I'm going to add some storm water that I collected to banish and protect just a little bit of extra stuff because there's been stuff going on in our world that I just I want to oomph it up as much as I can this year, the protection stuff. And then I'm going to use some regular water so I have enough to go all around the house and I'll bless the water, the days that I do the cleaning, so it'll get several blessings. And then I add some herbs to the mix. And I'm going to mention some of the herbs that I use around this time. Please remember that herbs do a lot of different things. Most of them, not all of them. Some of them just have one or two magical correspondence. But the ones I'm going to mention have several, and I'm going to state which purpose I'm focusing on okay. in my rinse that I'm using around all these portals. I'm going to talk about documented magical correspondence but i also may throw in some of my personal experience or upg love it rosemary I use with the purpose of purifying and wiping that slate clean for clarity so that I can see the truth of what and who comes into my home, that I don't leave my home with rose colored glasses or enter my home with false truths so that my home will become a place of discernment and of truth. I won't lie to myself, which is actually my biggest problem, and I will continue to be honest with my wife and I won't accept false news from the outside or from a visitor And I will hopefully be able to discern. The purpose of this is to help discern the actual message that is coming through. And it's not just about falsehoods. Remember, it's also about clarity. And I am also going to use it with the intention, Rosemary, of hex breaking, because it's really good for that. Not that I think. People are throwing hexes and curses at me all the time on purpose, but it does happen. Even non-witches curse people all the time, and they don't realize it. Just think about your cars, everybody. <laughs> I I have thrown so many curses, and I realized one time that I was throwing one, and I went, oh, you've got to knock that off because goddess is listening, and yeah. do you really want something to happen to that car in front? So... The other thing I do is peppermint water on the outside of my porch. And I do that for practical and magical reasons. Corey, did you notice anything when you came into my house tonight? It smelled good. Oh, well, thank you. I sprayed stuff, you know, did a little spiritual hygiene before you came. But if you walk into my house, we have to be very careful. So if spiders upset you, you might want to skip ahead a little bit. Did you take care of the ones out front? I have not yet. Oh, okay. (laughs) But there are... So many spiders. They love our front porch because our light brings all the bugs to the yard. I just don't look up. (laughs) Yeah, just when I come here, honestly. I am about to to do this. So, I usually spray, if you don't know this, this is the practical side, but it's also magical peppermint. If you put peppermint essential oil or even peppermint flavoring that you got at the store that you use for cookies or whatever like that you put that in water and you take a spray bottle out there and you spray around where the spiders like to live i don't like to spray it on the spiders it burns it's not very nice so i try to clear them away with my good old spider catcher i love spiders but there are too many of them and they uh, and it's gross (laughs) and then and then we have to clean off blood because they kill things and that blood from big bugs bleeds down yes and it's just gross so if you spray though regularly they don't come back and I've obviously forgotten to spray over the last month because there are a lot of them there right now there are a lot yeah but for magical purposes it is for purification Mm -hmm. and good luck when you leave the house okay yeah so purification as you enter back in and good luck as you leave I love that. So that's one of the first things I'm doing. Do you wanna say anything before I
1: I have a couple of things I'm gonna small things okay. I'm gonna do that I won't get into too much here because I've put them in the newsletter and the Patreon. Oh yeah. Subscribe uh, to our newsletter. Respectively. Yeah. But the newsletter this month is all about a fun little eggshell. Seedling and the Patreon recipe is a butter recipe that I'm really excited about. So am I. <laughs> but I can say that I'm using some thyme. Thyme. It's my honey. And doing a little, doing a little intention setting, a little spell work, yeah. a little protective magic, yeah. uh, and a little bit of like sharing and feasting magic. I don't want to in the words of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, give it away, give away, give it away now. But uh, okay. I am pretty excited about those things. But mostly it's gonna be kind of low key. I'm also doing a lot of cleaning, organizing. We're about to have our entire house rewired. Oh fun. Which is gonna throw everything into you know, super hinky chaos for yeah. a little bit. But as soon as we get to get back in, which will be right before the equinox, we'll be able to organize things in a little different way, a little more efficient
0: way. Yeah. Take care of some spring cleaning. We're taking things to Goodwill constantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm making that trip a lot right now, too. It's going to get even more. This is a great time for seed blessing. And I'm going to be starting my garden uh, here in Seattle. March 17th is the last frost. And so I'm going to be moving some stuff outside and doing stuff that weekend. I'm so like on the equinox. I'm so freaking excited. You got to be so careful about the weather in yeah, Seattle
1: do. because we have fake spring. We do.
0: We've had a real
1: spring happen. And then it got
0: really, really cold. Afterwards. And then it
1: got really cold. Yeah. Did I? I was driving home from my tattoo appointment on Saturday. This would be the 20th. So it was Sunday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday of February Of February Lord And I was driving home from Capitol Hill And there was
0: snow in the rain
1: what? And I was like, no. I don't think so <laughs> How dare you First of all
0: it was in the forecast for a while, but then it went away. I was very happy. And it came back into the forecast right after I put away the snow boots. So I was like, no, no. no Bridget and I need to be blessing some seeds again. Yes. So just knock that stuff off, which I did it in bulk as well. And I'll do it again. So as far as deities mm-hmm. for me this time, it's always Bridget and the morgan are always yeah. around. This The morgan the morgan on morgan is is around at all of mine as y'all know if you listen but i'm going to include freya and persephone Dagda, caridwin and Hearn this time around
1: wow and see
0: see what happens i've already started making inroads with them trying to get to know them this is, I think we already mentioned, a really good time to balance. So I am going to use orange in my simmer pots oh. for joy as as the prominent note, even though that's technically not an herb. So every time I clean, I'm going to be infusing the house with joy as well. I love that. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. And I'm wearing Corey's oil that she made me which has orange in it as well I love it Aww. so much I've been using it every day I'm so glad it. you
1: like it oh I
0: absolutely love it her Aww. oils your oils are awesome
1: thank you You're I make them all make much the same way that I make most things which is by the seat of my pants yeah
0: write it down I don't I should but I don't <laughs> write it down everybody write it down in I your spell book know. I know so I'm I'm gonna be working some magic this time and there are three big things that I'm doing that I'll share with you. And there's one that's an invitation around this time of year, I start incorporating more light energy magic into my work, like with the actual sun. Okay. I would say that I do that all year round, but in Seattle that's really hard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I did do a little bit today, but it's really really easy to do gray work or night work in Seattle during the wintertime, for real. So I'm really excited to start incorporating that, and wind magic is always a huge part of my practice. When we move into April in this part of the world, the wind magic will pick up a lot because the wind picks up here a lot just like it does in the fall yeah I'm going to be doing an intense healing of the earth and protecting life that's already here like thinking about climate change and workings that will be the bulk of my work for this particular holiday, I'll be focusing on orcas and the oceans, animals, insects, and birds that are dangerously close to extinction. And I'm going to be sharing that on Patreon. If you follow us, there is a public part of Patreon. So I'm going to share some of that there. And then I'm going to go a little bit more deeply for each tier. I love that. Then personally, I'm doing something different that I have never done for the spring equinox before and I'm also doing something that I don't usually do I'm sharing with you a little bit of my personal magic Ooh, gonna tell you some of the elements that I'm doing before I do them and I don't often do that I'm going to try to transform something this year, and I want to share this as generically as I can, as I said, to allow you, the listeners, to take the essence of it and transformation spell work and apply it to your own spell work and your own process of transformation. Okay. I'm going to be planting a plant in my garden so that monthly, more than monthly, because I'll have to tend to it a lot, to try to transform my reactions to my dealings with expectation okay like when you and what i'm talking about is like when you don't get something that you want or you expect it and that makes you feel a certain way like grief or you get hurt and i have to do a lot of real world work around this as well and i can't just plant a tree or a plant and be done i i have to actually do the real world work Mm -hmm. and i've done some of this with my shaw woman over the years but Letting go of something that you really had an expectation about is really hard. And oftentimes, we will put our feelings on somebody else because we're reacting to something that somebody else did that affected us. Yeah. Usually, not always, but in most cases, those expectations are our responsibility, not the other person's responsibility. So I have a really exciting couple events coming up in the next couple of years. One of them I've been thinking about for literally twenty years and I've been envisioning it. It's not about me, I'm just involved in it. Okay. <laughs> and it doesn't look anything like I've imagined it. Like oh. nothing. It's not going to look like I can't really tell you what it is. Sure, that's okay. <laughs> but it's but it's a big life event for somebody important in my life this is my reaction to this is my responsibility not theirs at this event we'll have to see people I don't really want to (laughs) see and so I had an expectation of what that was going to look like and so I've done mental work and actual spell work around this so it'll be really interesting to see how this turns out magically speaking so now I'm refocusing my spell work for the next little while to try to deal with this to give myself some strength and energy protection, protecting my energy, but also protecting and owning my power and sovereignty. Those are the things I was working on when I was visualizing this event. But since my expectations were so different than what it's actually going to be, old Detta <laughs> <laughs> would have gotten very upset or revealed how I actually felt about in the moment, sure, which changed within 24 hours because I went through my process of grief and acceptance and all that good kind of stuff. And it would have been wrong to share that with this person. It just would have been wrong. And it sure. would have rained on their parade. That's something that I think applies to a lot of Parts of our life because I think when we have expectation, and it's not that expectation and desire is bad. And please remember too, this is different than intention. When you're doing an intention and you're visualizing what you want, it's it's a fine line, but Mm -hmm. it's different. Letting go of expectation allows you to live in the moment more. Truly. And just let it wash over you and be what it is and be happy because you're not disappointed because you didn't expect it to look a certain way. So You're not upset that it doesn't look that way. You just get to enjoy what it actually is. That's the other big spell I'm doing. Okay, what are you doing?
1: I love that. Yeah. Well, my deity is about to make her journey back up from the underworld. Yeah. And I think it's funny that just yesterday, so the 20th, Mm -hmm. I was out getting the mail and she was like, I want those flowers. And I was like, oh, well, shit. (laughs) Okay, i guess i will get you the first blooms off of this beautiful bush and put them on your altar for you and she loved that and uh i happened upon some lavender incense that really called to me to put on there and it's just been a really sort of like dust the cobwebs off and celebrate the good things kind of vibe around my altar space the last few days cool which That's been nice. really cool. Yeah, and I'm excited to offer her some of my delicious butter that I'm going to make. Yeah, yeah. I love deity work, and it's I know not everybody fun. does,
0: but yeah. I
1: never expected to have one or to enjoy doing that,
0: but I do. If you don't have a deity or if you don't have interest in in having a deity, yeah. do it for yourself.
1: Yes, give yourself an offering. Yeah. Dust off your own cobwebs. Give yourself a bath with, like, rose petals on it. Like, get responsibly hedonistic. Make yourself
0: an altar that's all about you.
1: Yeah. I have a deity, and I still might do that.
0: That sounds great. Oh, my gosh. Yes? There is... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. This thing going around, I guess, TikTok, but also in mainstream news about the fact that the guy who just retired, Tom... Brady. His wife is a witch. She builds altars and all of that good kind of stuff for him. Nice. Yeah, and he's like one of the most decorated football players and she totally owned up to it and said, oh yeah, yeah, I'm a witch and uh, I'm a good witch and obviously it works. So that was one of the things that inspired me to say that to like, you know, go ahead, go ahead. Make yourself an altar if you want to. Make yourself an altar. If it's good enough for Helga Pataki... It's good enough for you. Before we head out to... Send Up Sparks. Send Up Sparks. I just want to... Hey, Southern Hemisphere. Yes! Yeah. Which... The autumnal equinox in the southern hemisphere is March 21st. And you're all getting ready for fall during Pisces season, which I mentioned earlier. And I, it's one of the most clairvoyant psychic energies of the year. One, not only as I again said earlier, but the entire month filled with that energy right before you go into fall. Mm. I mean, I just, I, I'm so excited for you. And if I were there right now, I'd be making some psychic incense oils, bath salts, powders. Oh, I think Amy Cesari, Cesar Cesari, the, the coloring book planner person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think she has a powder recipe in the Southern Hemisphere planner. I'm pretty sure. That's
1: amazing. Yeah.
0: And Amy Blackthorn has some wonderful potions and teas, ideas, and lots of recipes in botanical magic. So if you're in the Southern Hemisphere and you have that. Oh, and our book recommendation, Becoming a Witch. Mm. Danae? Yeah, Uh, she in that book has some amazing recipes for lots of stuff like that. So check that out. And and now might be a great time for you all to be doing candle magic and heading into some night energy magic and using that and all that good stuff. Hey, to our
1: friends in Australia and other places in the Southern Hemisphere, but we know we have friends in Australia. What are you doing for the fall equinox? I want to know. Yeah. Please, We'd love to know. We want to get more connected with our Southern Hemisphere folks. It's really inspiring.
0: It's really inspiring. Okay. Okay. We can go throw up some sparks. Let's send some sparks up for sure. (laughs) You go first this time.
1: Okay. I want to talk about Sacred Blooming. Ooh. It is a shop. It is a website. It is a service. It is an incredible, beautiful experience. Wow. Uh, It is a lovely woman named Davika. I believe her pronouns are she, her. So that's what I'm operating under. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Her website has the most beautiful, like, opening image that just says, Welcome to the Garden.
0: Oh, nice. And
1: she offers tarot and videos and I believe there's a class wellness workshops Mm. please check it out Uh, owned by a beautiful wonderful human being I just want you to please go check out her website and maybe get your tarot read for the year of 2022 nice yeah she has a thing that says your 2022 tarot year explanation a tarot card for each month oracle guidance and a yearly reading oh how fun which is a really cool experience and it's only 88 bucks oh for wow all of that oh wow which is reasonably priced yeah oh <laughs> uh, yeah 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 it is yeah so please go check her out
0: that's cool thank yeah, you of course i have not heard
1: we follow her on instagram now so well
0: i love that <laughs> yay who's yours my spark is your local park call your parks and rec people or whoever controls your city parks or your county parks or your state parks. Federal parks are a little bit different. And if you want to go foraging, at least here in Washington state, you have to get a permit, but it's like five bucks and you can get 200 pounds or something like that of fiddle ferns. Maybe that's the more expensive one. Maybe you can only get 50 pounds of fiddle ferns for five bucks. That's still 50 pounds of fiddle ferns. And by the way, if you are getting fiddle ferns, make sure that you notice whether it's already been picked and avoid that one and make sure you leave at least half of the fiddle ferns on the fern so the fern actually grows that's one of the things and it is about to be fiddle fern season okay so go and birch tree medicine i'm gonna throw out a couple things for parks and some of these can be found in your city parks but some of them are foresty birch tree medicine chaga okay which is becoming really popular i like it coffee shops and stuff Uh, like that it's a fungus and there's a great video by the minimal minimal oh this is one of the words I minimalist I I don't have a hard time with cinnamon like everybody else does say it one more time for me minimalist campers Great. I will make sure and put a link in. Sadly, they haven't been active for about a year. They don't have a ton of videos up, but what they do have up is really great. And she shows you how to ethically source this and not take too much. There is one that she takes the entire thing off, but I think there's a reason that she's doing it. So the the chaga actually is created when a tree gets hurt and mm. it's it's scab, kind of. And it's so good for human beings. That's why you don't want to take too much of it. And you want to come back and re- it will regrow after you take it. Note where you found it and go back every year and get a little bit of amount. Just do it ethically if you're going to do it. You said it's a fungus? It is a fungus. Please be so careful if you're foraging mushrooms or fungi. It's yeah, this one's really obvious okay. what it is because it lo- it's they look like those knots on trees and it's. As far as I know, it's all only on birch trees. Oh, okay. So now I might be wrong on that, but I think I'm right. And along that line, save the Redwoods League, which I mentioned last episode, kind of. They're the people that got together and bought the Redwoods and put it back in the tribal council's hands. I love that. So that's my spring equinox-themed spark. Get yourself out there. Go enjoy nature and if you don't enjoy nature go and enjoy some nature pictures in a coffee shop yes i love that and that's it amazing that's what i got
1: what i might say too is if you're not like a huge like nature fan but mm-hmm. you like
0: to be outdoors
1: maybe try geocaching
0: oh yeah go
1: geocaching just to experience some parts of your area that you've never seen
0: i even know what that is this was fun Happy spring, Equinox, everyone. We had
1: a lot more to say than I thought we would.
0: Yeah, (laughs) this is longer than I thought it was going to be. I'm really hungry. Yeah. It's time. Yeah.
1: Until next time.
0: Be well. Harm none.
1: And don't forget,
0: you are magic.
1: Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Twitter at Bonfire Babble and Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast.
0: You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. If you're into snail
1: mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341 Seattle, Washington 98116.
0: And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com.
1: Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us.
0: Yeah. And if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe.
1: We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life giving energy they provide.
0: To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.